red carpet and hang with the stars. Going upstream with Breitbart and Meliz Calloway Show. Talk 94.5. It is 8.39 on the Live Callaway Show with Nick Summers. Tuesday morning, August 9th, and joining us right now is Jerome Hudson of Breitbart News. Good morning. Are you <laughs> Hello. There? Are you Hello. There? Good okay. morning. It is upstream. I, I, oh, Lordy. I am. <laughs> I, I'm not getting raided by the FBI. Okay. No. Nick got scared because uh, you asked him his last name. No, you wanted my full name. It's like, what are you doing? Are you putting it on a warrant? Are no, you an no, IRS no. agent? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy. Not one of the eighty-seven thousand. I know I usually, I know I well, I know I usually come on to talk about culture, Mm -hmm. entertainment industry writ large, and the political connections to it. But last night, the raid on Mm -hmm. former President Donald Trump's South Florida home. You know, I'm watching this show, and I can't remember what network it is, but the name of the show is called The Undeclared War. Mm -hmm. It's about this brilliant student uh, digital computer science analyst working for the U.K. uh, security state and how Russia has declared an undeclared war on the U.K. and they want to basically pull the world into World War III. And, you know, just with the analysis that I've listened to, I guess, since the, the news of the raid, I mean, this just has the vestiges, seriously, of an undeclared war. I mean, they're investi- I think there are more investigations of Donald Trump than there are of, of the Biden family, or that there ever were of the Clintons or any other p- political leftist who could have had their homes raided. Nothing uh, of the sort has happened. And a lot of this, it would be hard for, for Trump loyalists, Trump supporters, uh, current and and past to here, but I mean he he kept Christopher Ray, the FBI director, on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he Donald Trump let Hillary Clinton go, said she had suffered too much. Um, I mean it, 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 the way he treated Jeff Sessions, I, I'm not I don't want to blame Trump, but it has to be acknowledged that he he has played a role in this. But this is. I mean, this isn't a this isn't an attack on a former president, uh, a current political enemy of Joe Biden, and, and potential twenty twenty four front runner for the Republican presidential nomination. I mean, this is literally an attack on this country, mm-hmm. our rule of law, everything that yeah. this country has stood for, and certainly everyone who would ever think to either work in political office mm-hmm. or certainly vote for another another Republican again. Uh, we're speaking with Jerome Hudson. This is our Upstream with Breitbart News uh, segment. And we're talking about the raid um, that was on Trump's uh, home in Mar-a-Lago yesterday. And you know what, uh, Jerome, just a few minutes ago, I noticed that Trump uh, had released a, a, a three and a half minute video. Um, it was an excerpt from a speech yeah. he did recently, and it was bone chilling. And the meaning of it today mm-hmm. is even more so important than it was when he first gave that speech, you know, when when you look at what's happening, um, if the tables were turned and this was, you know, Hillary Clinton's uh, Chappaqua home getting raided, uh, I mean, uh, there would be 
there would no, there would not be anybody be celebrating on the right hand on the on the right side of things. Uh, we saw the left celebrating this moment, like we're going to remember where we were on the moment, you know, that Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. This is a turning point. I mean, what do you think about that? Yeah. Um, the way Republicans look at things like this and the way the left looks like at things like this, they they don't understand what goes around comes around. They don't understand the universe is going to correct yeah. itself because they have the media on their side to always <laughs> change the narrative. So it's like they they have uh, been insulated from it. Look, I, I, I it's very personal for me, the, the Hillary Clinton graft and corruption, because I was working for Peter Schweitzer at the Government Accountability wow. Institute when we investigated the Clintons. That is Bill, Hillary, and Chelsea Clinton Foundation. Yeah. Bill Clinton was giving speeches in Moscow in 2015. Mm. $500 for a 45-minute speech. You know who was in that audience? Russian bankers and Russian wow. billionaires and, and, move, <laughs> and people who could move heaven and earth to get whatever they wanted and you know what Hillary Clinton was at the time mm-hmm. Bill Clinton was given that speech? She was, she was Secretary yeah. of State. I mean, to, to compare and make or attempt to make a comparison between mm. the utter corruption of the Clinton family and their mm. foundation to anything that has been accused, again, accused Donald Trump of, because there is no evidence. Mm-hmm. And if Joe Biden and Merrick Garland and Christopher Ray don't have evidence after this raid, mm-hmm. they should be prosecuted. I like what Kevin McCarthy's hearing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the temperature in the room is for him. I mean, he was one of the young guns with mm-hmm. uh, with Cantor and and, and and Paul Ryan. I don't give a I don't give a crap about any of that. What Paul, what what McCarthy is saying now, mm-hmm. and the eventuality of him getting the gavel in January is the only thing that I care about. Well, they're all scared because they're all scared. If they can do this to a former president who's talking about running. okay, because essentially (laughs) he's a candidate. And not only that, the Republican nominee, he's winning all across the board with uh, his endorsements. If they can do this, baby. Yeah. If they could do this to President Trump, they are all on the docket. I mean, like nobody is safe. Nobody. Forget about us. You know, you know. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people who, you know, the stated goal in my life for the last couple of years has been to really document what the Democratic Party is, what its history is. Again, not the rank and file people who supported the party for generations, but the ethos that runs through that party has been about bondage and barbarity mm-hmm. from its founding. And... <laughs> So, so much of this is right on brand to me, and I don't know, I don't know what else it would take for people who have never really called themselves political and and use sort of platitudes like, well, I'm an independent and I'm a moderate. No, you're not. You're not. You have to understand that, that so many people in leadership positions in so many agencies of the federal government, and in many ways, it's your state government, but certainly the federal government, they're not moderates. They're not independents. And they don't give a damn about They only care, first of all, about preserving their own professional lives. And secondarily to that is, is making money and, and wielding power and getting more power. Why? 
so that they continue they can continue to position the government to make more decisions in your life. I know that is very stark and very cynical take, but I'm telling you, I've seen it with my own eyes, the way that the Leviathan grows from healthcare to education to your ability to hire or fire people or, 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 or preserve your, your dream if it's a job, small, medium, or large. This government doesn't give a damn about you, the rule of law. Look what's happening to our border, for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. And Greg Abbott sending illegal immigrants to New York and D.C. The, the same Democrats in New York and D.C., two, two cities you can't find bluer Democratic cities, who love open borders, who love illegal immigration. They're sanctuary cities, but no longer. Not when too many illegals show up. There's no compassion in that. I'm just saying this is a war. I feel like it's been undeclared. I'm not Mm -hmm. exactly sure when the first fire was shot, but we're in the thick of it right now. And we need to reorient our thinking around that. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I really believe it. And and you're talking, uh, you know, we're talking with Jerome Hudson and you're always talking about what's happening in the media um, or in in the arts and culture and how that bleeds down into us. Um, And we we hear about all this wokeism. There is a major turnoff, I think, across the board that's happening now. Um, I mean, and I really, really think that the main target is. I'm, I, you know, I'm just kind of like thinking about like things that we talk about is white women. Um, they're the ones that have been marching for BLM. They're the ones that are screaming their heads off about abortion, you know, keeping abortion. I mean, if you yeah. actually look at the protesters, it's all these white women that are just disenfranchised and lost about their lives. Um, and there's no true leader out there for women. Really? I mean, the next thing you know, they're piercing their nose. Like what guy ever would ever find that attractive? I have no idea. Um, They're they're piercing their nose and and they're dyeing their hair purple and they're marching the streets, screaming and 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 angry. And they have this crazed look in their eyes and it's all white women. There's a war on white women, just like 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 these these worms in their brains. I don't know what's happening. They're the woking dead. They are. It's so it's so strange because that pendulum has swung so many ways. Fifty six percent of those people voted for Donald Trump when given the chance to vote for a white woman president. Mm -hmm. I think they were beaten and bludgeoned every day. White women in general Mm -hmm. were voting majority for Donald Trump. And when you saw a string of, you know, George Floyd's death was a was an inflection point. I think I think many of them and certainly a lot of them uh, were turned off by the the, the everyday uh, uh, reporting that Donald Trump was Hitler. And I think there was a real psychological uh, self-examination done. And then we saw it in the the summer of love in the summer of 2020. I think that's what a lot of it is. But again, I think the pendulum swing swung again when the FBI was weaponized against parents. Mm -hmm. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah. That's that's the older white suburban mom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know where the white female voter block is today. But I have to hope and I have to think that a lot of them don't want their kids to be hypersexualized 
or, or told that if they're white, they're well, a that's white the that's the, the gen, yeah, that's that Gen Z. Uh, well, ex, the Gen Z are the ones that are in the streets, and the millennials are the group to capture right now, like the ones that are having the kids in school. But right. um, Jerome Hudson, uh, thank you for switching gears for us today and talking about the most important story we're going to be talking about for quite some time. Um, and I, I really appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next week upstream with Breitbart. You can follow Jerome Hudson, Breitbart.com. Thanks, Jerome. Absolutely. Thank you. God bless you guys.